Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hello, singers. Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast. I just like testing out this new microphone. I like that big, deep sound. <laughs> it's Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen, and we're here with another episode of Sing Better Fast. I think this one is on relaxed urgency. Ben has more of a grasp on this concept because when I think of it, I think of eating Chinese food or Taco Bell, and I get home, and there's a relaxed urgency. What's really urgent, and then it's relaxed, but <laughs> enough with the toilet jokes. <laughs> That, that's how I feel, except, uh, you know, go to Chipotle or, you know, <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> the idea here, relaxed urgency, it's a concept I kind of came up with uh, in one of our lessons. Jamie and I occasionally do double-double lessons where Jamie and I will do extended lessons where a student will get Jamie and me together, and it's a very in-depth, very detailed thing, and so you have Anyway, so in one of our double-double lessons, I mentioned to one of our students um, the, the idea of relaxed urgency. And the idea of relaxed urgency is basically this. Um, whenever you are pursuing a goal, whenever you are in the, you know, through practice, whether you're setting goals, whether you're working on your goals, uh, practicing writing music, recording music, whatever it is, you should have a sense of urgency. Like, I want to do this now. I want this done, right? It's, it's basically the idea of, you know, kind of like lighting a fire under your ass, but having that sense all the time, right? But, but you want to, whenever you have the sense of urgency, you don't want to overdo it and then burn out. You don't want to hurt your voice. You don't want to, like, try to, you know, work 10 hours a day on something and then you're done the next day or you don't want to practice five hours today and then give up the next day, right? So you have to have a sense of urgency, but it has to be relaxed urgency. So what does that mean? Relaxed urgency is when you have the sense of urgency, you're moving towards your goals, you're practicing quickly, you're, you're, you're trying to make progress quickly and you're pursuing it with passion, but you also do it in a controlled way, in a relaxed way, in, in a way that you're not going to quit by overexerting yourself, but you're also not like doing it so slowly that you, it takes you a really long time to get results. So that's the idea behind relaxed urgency. And I'll give you an example. Um, so right now I have uh, several projects that I'm working on. Uh, for myself and with Jamie. So we have podcasts coming out all the time. We're currently redoing the Vendera Vocal Academy website, uh, some of the pages on it. And then also I'm working on a book and I'm working on some YouTube videos. And so I have a lot of projects that are kind of on my, on the, on my plate right now. And I'm having fun with it. I'm doing them. And so what I do is I will get on my computer and I'll do, you know, an hour or two hours of work and then I'll take a break for a while. Then I'll come back to another hour or two hours of work, take a break over and over. And so what I'm not doing is being the slave driver, right? I'm not, oh, I must work for 12 hours a day and force myself to do all of this right now. So it's not like slave driver urgency, but it's also not 
super slow and taking for a million years, right? Whenever I'm working on the websites, whenever I'm writing the books, I'm actively engaged in what I'm doing and I'm putting serious thought, effort and attention and focus on it. Um, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not overdoing it. And I'm, al I'm also not taking 10 years to write the book, right? So I came up with this book idea one, I think, uh, what was it last December? I think I came up with the idea. And so, um, I just really started working on the outline, um, very much, I want to say in probably the last two weeks. So I expect I'll be done with the book. Uh, actually I plan on having it published in September at the latest. So put that all together. That's, you know, two and a half months to do a book. And, you know, that's not the fastest book in the world, but I mean, it's not the slowest book in the world either. I mean, <laughs> they're, you know, uh, 10 years to do a book. Like if you write like a, you know, one page a month, it shouldn't take that long. Um, you know, so, so it's, it's a relaxed urgency. It's urgent. It's sense of urgency. It's let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's move forward. Let's make progress, proceed with passion, with intensity, with focus, uh, with drive, but also in a relaxed, controlled way so that you're never feeling burned out. You're never feeling like, you know, it's a burden on your shoulders. You're never feeling like, oh, I think I'm just going to give up or quit or whatever. It's continued focus over time, persistently, consistently sticking to your goal. I think that's how I've always been, though. Even when I was writing Raise Your Voice, I feel like a broken record because I tell these stories over and over and over again. But, you know, working out of town and driving and, and working 90 minutes uh, on the way to work, 90 minutes on the way home while I'm driving, doing like 30 minutes of falsetto slides, 30 minutes of transcending tones, 30 minutes of sirens. Um, it was a relaxed urgency. You know, I, I had, I was focused on my goal. You know, I had a laser focus where I wanted to get to, but I, I didn't let stress play a part in it. So I didn't let the mental stress or the physical stress. And I think that's the problem with singers. We tend to want everything right now. So if we're not getting it, uh, oh my gosh, I got to hit that tenor C. Then you're going to, you work harder. And sometimes that may work. Sometimes it won't. You got to work smarter. You got to, you got to think about it. So, you know, for a case in point, I was doing falsetto slides. I, even though I could sing higher, I could not get above a soprano G in a tiny falsetto voice. And I wanted it, wanted it so bad. But I thought, you know what? Relaxed urgency. I'm going to take my time. And it took me two or three months. And then I got the G sharp. And then a couple of days later, I had the soprano C. And then I was up to the F above soprano C and then the G and then an octave higher. I mean, I, I found whistle voice. I never had whistle voice before. And it was because I took my time. I stayed diligent. I stayed consistent to make sure that I reached my goals. So singers, you can't, you can't go into a practice session thinking that, um, I gotta have it. I gotta have it right now. I'm playing this weekend. I want to sing this, uh, ultra bridge song and I, I can't hit the note in, in this one song. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's going to uh, make you actually walk back in your progress. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with excitement, but we don't want to be stressed about it and think we have to have it yesterday. So stay diligent because if you don't have relaxed urgency and you're not focused and uh, here, here's really what it boils down to. Uh, let me kind of change gears here. It's um, not caring. It's caring with a not caring. You know, right. I care. I want to hit I, I want to hit the soprano. Hey, so bad. I don't care if I get it today, you know, and that's why if I, I looking back, you know, we have like the ultimate vocal workout diary. We got like the mindset diary, all these diaries where we keep track of everything. So if you just keep track of your exercises every day, how low and how high you're going, 
um, you know, in a few days, you'd be like, I'm not getting anywhere. But six months down the line, you look, you're like, holy hell, I'm hitting this note. I didn't even realize that I'm already up seven notes and I wasn't even paying attention. It just kind of grew. You're busting your butt to try to get it. Uh, you're stressed every time to the point that you cannot stand to practice. It's, you know what, you got to be in the process. I even mentioned that in Alicia Creative Mindset. I said, look, anything that I'm doing, I'm in the process. Ben's in the process of writing another book. He's not stressing himself out about it. You know, he does these creative spurts and he writes when he feels it and he doesn't feel like, oh my God, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Yeah, he's got a time frame, September, but I know, I know him. I know he'll make it. Same thing when uh, we wrote Mind Over Music. Uh, we, we did that interview with Joe and he's like, look, you know, it generally takes a minimum of six months to do a book and heck we had it done and we had it edited. We had the book cover done in three. Uh, and, and we did, I, I literally wrote the book in four days. I wasn't uh, stressed about it. I just was in the creative flow and it, I was relaxed as I was doing it, but I had my mindset on this focused point, which was the urgency. So there we go. Yeah, exactly. And so kind of one related point is um, many people are thinking about very short-term thinking and instant gratification but really when it comes to developing skills and pursuing long-term uh, worthwhile goals you have to look more medium to long-term like you have to look more a month out two months out three months out six months out a year two years out when it comes to building something that you're proud of when it comes to developing a serious skill. And so, like, as you mentioned, you know, one singer saying, oh, I want to, you know, hit this note or whatever. In, in a single practice session, it's not highly likely that you're going to just make incredible gains in one practice session. It can happen. It does happen. I've had it happen to me as recently as, like, two weeks ago. Or actually, no, last week. Um, and you can have like just a super, super productive practice session. But you shouldn't expect like huge gains in a single practice session. But if you look over the course of a month or two months or three months, you can make some pretty significant progress over that period. And what too many people do is they focus on, I want it now, I want it today. And then if they don't instantly gain an octave in one day, they're sad or distraught and, oh, this is terrible. But they don't look at, you know, in two or three months, you can make some very serious gains. And uh, I, I don't know. It's just one thing that kind of boggles my mind. When it comes to developing a skill, let's look a little more long term. Even even for, for many people, even just doing a 30-day challenge. Give yourself a 30-day challenge. A lot of people don't even necessarily think in terms of 30 days. A lot of people, it's, um, you know, what am I doing this weekend? Or, you know, if your paycheck's every other week, you think in terms of two-week segments. But think in terms of even just a 30-day challenge or a 90-day challenge and just focus on that. And then last thing I'll say for now, um, and then I'll blabber more after Jamie talks, um, is that there are slight variations from day to day when you're practicing. Maybe today you're able to hit the F4 and then tomorrow you can't get the E4 so you have to sing an E flat 4 and you're down a whole step. Don't panic and freak out over that. So many people, oh man, I hit the F yesterday and I'm down to an, to an E flat. Oh man, I must be a terrible singer or maybe I practiced with really bad technique yesterday and oh no, I'm dumb, I don't know what I'm doing and like... People just like the sky is falling, you know, <laughs> because today they're, you know, their practice session isn't going as well as it was, the, you know, before. So like 
for me, uh, last week I was working on uh, some full voice stuff around F sharp 5. I got up to an F sharp 5 and I was over the moon that it was coming out pretty clear on an F sharp 5. The next day I didn't get the F sharp 5 uh, as clearly in full voice. I had to go to an E5. And I could have said, oh no, the sky is falling. You know, I'm down a whole step. Oh no, my life is terrible. I should give up singing. But no, like, what? Don't, why? Don't freak out about that. It's just, there are day-to-day variations. Some days it's easier. Some <clears throat> days it's a little bit harder. Some days maybe you didn't sleep well enough. Maybe you're less hydrated today. Maybe you ate too much of this food that, I, I don't know. There are a million factors. Maybe you're in a bad mood today. Like, maybe you just got a massage. Or maybe you need a massage. Like, there are so many factors. So, don't sweat it. Don't think in terms of single practice sessions. In in ter- don't think in terms of instant gratification. Think in terms of medium to long term periods, 30, 60, 90 days, six months, a year, and you can accomplish quite a bit in those periods, even though each individual practice session it might not seem like you're doing much. Yeah, um we uh, we have this Facebook group and we've got you know, it may seem like we're picking on people when we're not, because we've mentioned before, but there are certain singers that we know and have seen, both male and female, who have um, traits that, that show us that, hey, they're these type of people who can't find uh, relaxed urgency. And it, like case in point, like there was one singer and she was like, oh, well, you know, my, I had a cold and now my throat's going and I can't hit the, the alto F. What happened? What happened? What happened? Well, you know, take a few days off. But I was and that was yesterday when I was sick, you know, and they, they get caught up in that moment in that day and they don't lose it. And we've had other ones where we've mentioned before, you know, uh, I'm done. Singing's not for me. Oh, we hate to see you go. You know, yet yeah, yeah, it is. You, you're overthinking it. No, 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 no. It's not for me. Disappear for two months. I'm back. Here's my new logo. Guess what? I practiced seven hours yesterday and yeah, three days go by. How's it going? I blew my throat out after an eight-hour session. I don't think I want it. It's not. It's not for me. You, 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 you can't. You gotta break those bonds. You can't be focused on thinking. I gotta have it yesterday. And a lot of singers, I think they're in love with everybody. I believe everybody has the God-given right to sing. It makes you happy. It makes you feel good. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I was never really into sports, but I did enjoy playing basketball with my cousins, and I had fun. I wasn't any good at it, but that's all right. And I'm not saying that to say, well, no, you, you're not good at it. No, I'm saying you don't have to come in with this mentality that I have to be just like my favorite pop star, or rock star, or country star. They started somewhere, too. They didn't walk out on stage and sound that amazing. <clears throat> They've been singing for all these years and putting in the time and, and going with relaxed urgency and, and staying diligent and working. So if you don't sound like them and you haven't found your own sound, you can't freak out over it. You you got to believe in yourself. You got to quit being in love with the dream and being in love with your own voice and with succeeding and becoming a better singer. That's where you're falling short. You're looking at the end picture like it's on a movie. Like, you know, oh, it's like it's like a blockbuster movie and that's the that's the story of me and being in front of millions of people, but I don't sound that way yet. I better work really really hard these next 16 days and then my voice is gone. You know, but I worked and I was so stressed out about it. You can't be that way. You got to think in terms like Ben said, like three months, six months down the line and stay diligent. And then when three months appears, 
And you're like, well, I did what you guys said, and nothing's approved. Well, I want you to go back because I'm going to make you keep a diary and tell me how often did you practice. Well, you know, I did uh, – this month I did six days, and then and then I really beefed it up, and I did 19 days. Nah, that's not going to work. You have to find a way to practice religiously. you got to make it a part of your life. It's who you are. It's not what you want to do. Singing is not what you want to do. Singing is who you are. It's who you will become, who you will be, but only if you bring it into your life, like eating food, breathing, drinking water. Uh, it's part of the process if you want to become a better singer. So don't stress yourself out over it, but be willing to put in the time to become a better singer. But again, I'm, re I'm a broken record, but I'm saying it right after I said it before. Don't stress yourself out over this. You got to do it, you know, just say, so what? You know what? If I don't hit that F sharp five today, what would you do? You know, okay, maybe you don't hit it for the next four days. Then bam, you got the G. So, and it, it will be back and forth. You'll, you'll plateau and then you'll grow. And then, you know, and if you quit practicing, you may falter and step back a few steps. But you know what? You got to make up your own mind about this. Do you want it or do you not want it? We had a lesson with a student uh, who basically told me that she felt like she had plateaued. <laughs> And so I basically gave her the same advice that I did. And then a few weeks later, when we had our uh, accountability call, she said, oh, wow, I made so much progress <laughs> after the plateau. And so I think there are two reasons for that. One is there are naturally kind of periods in your progression as a singer where sometimes you make quick progress over the course of a couple weeks. And then sometimes there are longer stretches where you don't make progress. But another reason for this particular singer's um, position or what happened with this singer is because I think she just kind of had to change the way she was thinking about it. She was thinking, oh, this is a plateau. Oh no, what a disaster, end of the world. It's like, no, don't think about it that way. It's just a natural, regular part. And before you know it, the plateau is going to be over and then you're going to be on to something. You're going to be even better than you were before. And literally the very next time we spoke, she had been better. And, you know, it might not always happen. You know, you might not get over a quote-unquote plateau in just a couple weeks. It might be a month or two or three. Who knows? Um, but, you know, it just be okay with the process. There are singers who, like, they'll feel like they have a plateau for two, three months. And then one day, just boom, instantly they have six notes. <laughs> you know? Like, so d just don't. Over time, it averages out to consistent incremental gains and improvements so it's not a straight line sometimes it's you know a big improvement in a short period sometimes it's no improvement over a long period but over time it averages out to be a good positive incremental improvement we do this thing where um well i've been doing this for years and now i, I i've stuck this in ben's mind uh we'll be at a piano and oh well, I, I can't. My brakes had an F, and I, I can't get above that. And blah 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 blah. Okay, well let's start on. I tell you what, let's start a couple notes below uh, the F, at like the D. And I actually started the F. <laughs> okay, how's that feel? That's okay. And we get up to let's see, C D. So the bing bing bing. So I'm up to like G sharp. I'm like, okay, here comes that F. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay, let's back back down to the E. How does that feel? Oh yeah, that was so much easier. Check your keyboard. You got a tuner there. Tell me what note that is. That's a G. I've never hit a G before in my life. And correct me if I'm wrong, because we work, we teach, we constantly teaching. We had a double double with a lady. Wasn't it the same thing? I yeah, can't remember if she said so, it was her break yeah, or yeah, something. So, we had no, her no, no, three was, or four notes higher. Yeah, we had her. So uh, we're 
one of the exercises we were having her do is the falsetto slide. And I asked her, okay, so how far are you working up with your falsetto slide? She said uh, B flat four, and then a few times she'd gone up to a C sharp five. And we said, hmm, okay, cool. And so it just so happened she had to step away from her computer for just a little bit. I don't know what it was. And so I told Jamie, and it's actually on her lesson recording, I told Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> tell go up in whole steps and so and so we went up in whole steps she got up to a g5 when her previous <laughs> highest note that she had ever gotten was a c sharp five and she was normally going up to like a b flat four you know she got like half an octave you know on her falsetto slide in a single practice session and it was just part of it was she did just i mean i don't know i think it might have been a little bit of apprehension she, maybe a little bit of she fear. was relaxed yeah she she we she the part of the reason she made that big progress yeah she was relaxed she got out of her head about it she just kind of let it float she let her voice come out and so that's sort of a separate issue um is that sometimes we get in our heads and oh no that's the hard note for me and oh man that one's gonna be really hard and then when you sing it you like make it harder than it has to be. I remember Jamie. I had a lesson. Our I, the first lesson I ever did with you. I don't even know how long ago it was. They're like, oh, what's the highest note you ever did? I was like, uh, you know, F F sharp. And so he, you were working with me. You're like, okay, here comes that note. And I think I think it was supposed to be an F sharp four, but you had me on a G sharp four. <laughs> and I and I was like, it, it was a little. It, it was tough. It was tough to hit it, but I hit it. And I was like, whoa, I, oh my goodness, I had no idea. And so like, you know, it's, it's a little bit, little bit separate from the idea of relaxed urgency, but so much of it, so much of the reason that uh, singers kind of struggle, I guess, is because they freak out about stuff. They panic. They like, oh no, here's the hard note. Or, oh man, I, get, I lost a note since yesterday and it's the end of the world. Just stop doing that <laughs> well I, I think that the concepts are actually brother and sister because with relaxed urgency you're consciously in control you know that you have to make that choice am i going to stress about this or am i going to stay relaxed now when we we pull this little game where we you know we hit a note and say it's an f and it's really a g sharp the, the the stress is kind of already out of play because they do not know. Unless they have perfect pitch, they're not for sure. So, and that's, I, I love doing that trick. Now, any of you take lessons with me, a lot of my students are always prepared for it. They, they don't know how to take me anymore. And, like, <laughs> and I'll be like, no, no, I swear to God, it's really the note. It's really the note. I lied. Or then I'll, uh, the other time, I won't lie. I'll be like, nope, that's the note. Check it on your keyboard because I, I got to keep them guessing. Well, I mean, you know, that technically, way. it could still be the note depending on the way you tune the note. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like if you tune to A440 normally and then you decide, okay, well, A is going to be 380 hertz today. <laughs> like, I mean, technically, it could be right. Um, if you kind of, that, that's a little bit of, a, of a, 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 a nerd joke there, if you know what we're talking about with that. Uh, so anyway, if, if you like this uh, concept of relaxed urgency, um, two other things. One is, I like, uh, check out our other episode that we did on, um, what did we call it? Uh, some practice is better than no practice. No practice. Yeah. And then also, uh, Jamie and I have a program that is available right now called the 4-Week Vocal Break Eraser. 
and it is very much a uh, a relaxed urgency type of program. It's also a program that we you can fit into uh, an, your schedule. So if you already practice pretty consistently, then with the four week vocal break eraser to help you erase your vocal break in just four weeks, uh, you add 10 to 20 minutes to your existing vocal workout routine. Now um, that's up to you, right? If you do 10 to 20, you do the 10 to 20 minutes on top of what you're already doing. If you currently do not practice regularly and you don't have a routine that you stick to, then we recommend 20 to 30 minutes to do the, uh, the vocal break eraser routine. And so uh, that's what that's designed to do. It's help you to overcome your vocal break in uh, four weeks. Now, a couple things about that. Number one is we're going to raise the price of the four week vocal break eraser very soon. Uh, at the time we're recording this, the price is $29. Haven't decided what we're gonna raise it to um, and actually, uh, Jamie, when we, I, I told him, okay, let's do this for, uh, 29. He's like, oh man, that's a really good deal. It's like, yeah, I know. Uh, and so we have had people take advantage of it and, uh, who've loved the program, but, um, we want, I, I don't know. I'm the kind of the business guy. I'm always kind of thinking in terms of marketing. Okay. It's like, how can we get a little more revenue into the company? So, uh, we're going to raise the price. I haven't decided how much yet, but it's going to be a significant percentage increase over the current price of 29. Uh, but, and also the second thing is we're currently doing a $1 three day trial. So this, so what you, what you do is you go to, uh, singbetterfast.com slash eraser, and that'll take you straight to the page. You're going to see everything that you get. And so the, here's the way it works. You sign up, you pay $1 today, you get the program and you have three days to go through it. And if you, if you sit down and were to go through the whole program, it takes probably under two hours to like understand everything, to go through all the videos, to go through everything. And you don't even have to go through all of it to use it. You could probably, you know, get up and running in probably 30 minutes. Um, and that's not, I'm not like exaggerating those numbers. Those are actual, you know, 30 minutes if you just kind of get the basics, two hours if you want to go through the whole course and get the full understanding. So you could go over it through the weekend and understand it. So you could get it for a dollar today, do over the three days, go through the course, get an understanding, try it out a few times. And then after the three days, if you're happy with the program, then it will be another $29. Um, and so if you don't like it, if you're, if you decide that it's not for you for any reason, uh, just let me know, send us a quick email and, uh, we'll send you your dollar back <laughs> and we won't charge you. Uh, the 29. So, uh, so that's, that's, that's what we're doing right now. It's a special thing. And I normally don't like to, you know, go on in a big promotion ramble type of thing like this, but, uh, we are going to be increasing the price soon and we're doing the $1 three day trial right now. Uh, we know some people may get the $1 trial and then cancel, but still keep the program. I mean, that's, you know, we'll, we'll live with that. Um, we would rather get the hands, get this in the hands of people who are going to use it. Uh, and so this is just a very short-term temporary offer. Um, so we're going to take this down on July 16th. And so that is your very last opportunity to get this uh, program at the lower price and with the $1 trial. So if you try to sign up on the 17th, we're going to raise the price on the 17th and the $1 trial is going to go away. So um, you can check everything you get. You get, you get the uh, exercise audios. I don't even know how many audios there are. Uh, what is it? Something like... 
30, quite 20, a few 20 something audios uh you get uh several videos um there's some extra bonuses in there there's a question and answer recording that we did several people who got the vocal break eraser sent in questions um and then jamie and i spent a long time going into very detailed answers to those questions and so you get the recording of that and so yeah um i think if you just put a dollar in give this an honest try look at the program and I think you'll agree, just as many of our uh, students have, that this is a good program and it will get you started and it'll get you going in the right direction. And that's what we want for you. That's the reason this podcast exists. That's why this program exists, because we want to help you actually get into singing, singing better. And we want to help you do that sooner rather than later. So, uh, yep, go just go to singbetterfast.com slash eraser and that'll take you to the page where you can check that out. So um hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jamie, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up here? I just want to say um, this program, again, this has been pushing me to do other programs. And as we develop this and he explained the concept to me, he's very intuitive because this is basically the therapeutic approach that I'm taking with Dr. Denizoglu to heal my nerve damage from the glass. And I didn't even realize as we're going, I was like, wait a minute, I, I, I've already got this program. Uh, the four-week vocal break eraser. But with my voice being higher, I had to take it, you know, <laughs> about an octave higher to work on what I needed to work on. But the concept is still the same. And, and he, he's even said this is this is a very, very healthy way to build your voice. So, you know, if you want more range, if you want it to be all one voice, if you want to e- e- erase that break or smooth out your voice to a point that it doesn't even sound like you really have a vocal break or vocal gear change, this is the program for you. It's very simplistic to do. It's not overwhelming. It's based on what I've been teaching for 20 plus years. And simply put, it works. Yeah. And it also, I mean, you don't have to like, memorize a bunch of vocabulary words and look at some fancy complicated scientific diagrams and you don't have to like you know think about tilting your cricothyroid or any of that stuff it's 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 in plain english just the way jamie and i talk <laughs> on the podcast that's the same way we talk in lessons and in these programs so um you'll check that out um and i think you'll get a lot of value out of it in there i mean we have all sorts of stuff there's the the vocal power triad that goes over vocal technique. We have uh, the second vocal break eraser. I mean, there's just check it out. You'll like it. Okay, well, um, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, be sure to go to singbetterfast.com eraser to check out that $1 trial for the vocal break eraser before we increase the price on it. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this Sing Better Fast podcast. We'll catch you in the next episode. See you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.